podcasters. Welcome to episode 20 of the Entrepreneur Show. Today, I'm going to be covering the growth of the cannabis industry in 2019 and what I think that we can see or what there are some possibilities of happening. It looks like there's a good possibility of adding up to eight new states to actually legalize uh, recreational marijuana for adult use. Now, with the previous election in November, there's been new uh, there's been new House leaders or Senate leaders or Senate members, House members, as well as governors that have been elected to some states. And a lot of these uh, new officials that have been elected are really pro cannabis, at least in a few states. Because of this, I believe that we're going to see. Even a larger growth than what we saw in 2018. And of course, 2018 was bigger than 2017. This industry is not going to slow down growing for quite some time. So I, I'm definitely not hinting at that in any way. But while 2018 was definitely a huge year, 2019, definitely much bigger. And in the size or how much bigger, we don't know. Literally, there's 10 states that have legalized marijuana for recreational use for adults but we could see as many as eight or nine next year so we could see it almost double now there's 30 33 states plus the district of columbia that have legalized for medical purposes and then 10 states i believe plus the district of columbia (coughs) washington dc that have uh, legalized as as well for recreational purposes Now, Connecticut has a new governor, and Governor Ned Lamont was actually, he's a Democrat, and he he really had spoke about marijuana legalization during his campaign. He said, quote, as an idea whose time to come, marijuana legalization is an idea whose time has come. Now, he did follow it up after his win on Election Day by pledging during a transition press conference that moving on the issue will be one of his priorities in 2019. So you've already got the governor of Connecticut that is moving for legalization. Um, There was a a, uh, the Senate president actually sponsored a legalization bill last year, but it didn't move under unsupportive but outgoing incumbent. So now that uh, the House Republican deputy minority leader who actually opposes legalization says that he actually thinks that it would pass if it was brought to a vote on the floor. So somebody that's not even agreeing with legalization itself actually believes that there's enough people saying that in, in Connecticut, if there was a vote in the House, that it would pass. So Connecticut could be a state that legalizes for adult use coming up in 2019. That's definitely one to look at. Illinois. Now, I've spoke a little bit about Illinois in some previous podcasts. They do have a new governor, J.B. Pritzker, and he, too, is a Democrat. Now, he did make support for legalizing marijuana a centerpiece of his campaign. Now, beginning in the primary race against a fellow Democrat. So... He and even at one point in time, he held a press conference outside of a medical marijuana or a medical marijuana dispensary. So in Illinois, I'm right next to it right now. As a matter of fact, one of my houses is literally a five minute drive from the Illinois border. I go to school 
in Quincy, Illinois. That's about 30 minutes from where I'm at, but I'm in Missouri. <clears throat> so they've already got dispensaries. Even Quincy has dispensaries. Now, they're, the governor or the now governor-elect um, is very, very open about it. And again, he obviously wants to make it one of his priorities. Again, you're starting to see a pattern here where the the officials who are running for office are actually using that as one of the main topics that they speak about. That's one thing that really, really started to become big in 2018 is we were seeing these politicians that were deciding to say, yo, like, we know that you want legalization, so I'm going to run on the fact and promoting the fact that, yo, I'm going to do whatever I can to get legalization passed. We started seeing that a lot more in 2018 uh, in, in, in the in the vote of 2018. Now, shortly after Election Day, Pritzker confirmed that he wants to pursue legalization nearly right away. That's something that we've been talking about on previous podcast is the fact that we could see Illinois really kind of do something possibly as soon as January or February. Also, New York, which I'm going to get to, as well as a few other states, are looking at doing something. I mean, I'm talking about within the probably the first 30, 60, maybe 90 days of 2019. So a study from the Illinois Economic Policy Institute and the University of Illinois determined last month that legalizing marijuana would create 24,000 jobs and generate more than $500 million in tax revenue and infuse roughly $1 billion into the state economy overall by 2020. So if they were to legalize in 2019, based on the information that they have from their medical cannabis um, uh, 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 system that's in place they're talking about 500 million could generate more than 500 million in tax revenue and infuse a billion dollars into the state economy that's huge in a year they're talking by 2020 so we're coming up on 2019 real quick here they're talking about that's a lot of money in 370 380 days if you think about it minnesota is the next one so keep your eye on illinois Especially if you're looking at opening a cannabis business, you know, that's one thing that a lot of people ask me, where, what state should I move in? What state would you move into? And I'm actually moving out of the big state. I moved, I moved out of Colorado. I still have a business there. I still have a place there. <coughs> Excuse me, but I'm not always there. And what I'm starting to see is some of the bigger opportunities for growth are actually not within Colorado. That's an industry that really has formed a lot already. I'm looking at the other states to where you can start to get your foot in the door at a lot lower cost. Now, if you're going to open a dispensary or do anything that actually has hands-on with cannabis, you're going to have to pay licensing fees and this and that. The cost is definitely going to be up there compared to starting an ancillary business. But they're going to need these ancillary businesses in these states just as well as they need them in Colorado, just as well as they need them in California. So this is why it's good to look at other states. Minnesota. Now, they have a new governor as well, Tim Walz, who's also a Democrat, and he's taking over for an outgoing Democratic governor, 
um, who opposes legalization. Now, he's pledged to replace the current failed policy with one that creates tax revenue, grows jobs, builds opportunities for Minnesotans, and protects Minnesota kids and trusts adults to make personal decisions based on their personal freedoms. I think that that's great. He has championed marijuana issues as a member of the U.S. House and demonstrated that he knows how to advance reform by offering the authoring the first ever standalone cannabis bill to pass a congressional committee. So he knows Tim Walls, uh, the Democrat in Minnesota, knows what he's doing and kind of has some hands on with this. I really want to try and get an interview with him. I've done interviews with with governors. Uh, 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 what's their their side? The assistant governor or whatnot. I've done uh, different interviews. I've got po- past podcasts. I'll also be putting up with some of these different interviews on them as well. Uh, but I would like to get an interview with him, especially since he was uh, uh, he demonstrated. Let's see. Da da da. He was the first person ever authoring a standalone cannabis bill. Like, that's just interesting to talk about What in all. Now, Waltz, Walls' effort, uh, and it's W-A-L-Z, efforts to legalize will get a boost from the newly elected Democratic House majority. Though Republicans control the Senate by one seat, uh, the election of a pro-legalization governor actually puts Minnesota on the list of states to watch by the end of 2019. I'm going to go ahead and jump to another segment. Don't forget, if you haven't subscribed already to the podcast, go ahead and do that now. The next state that I'm going to talk about real quick is New Jersey. Now, New Jersey is another one of the states that could possibly legalize really within the first 30 to 60 days of 2019, they're one. They're ones that are looking to move really quick. And again, um, it, Governor Phil Murray, who was elected in 2017, campaigned on supporting marijuana legalization back then. As I said, there were some people uh, still campaigning about it in 2017 and 15, but a majority really started coming out and using it as part of their campaign in 2018. Um, and he's now he's pushed, uh, he's continued to push for an end to prohibition, but obviously he he's had some held ups. Uh, the governor and lawmakers have quibbled over details such as tax rates and regulatory structures. Now progress is already being made towards getting a bill to Mur- Murphy's desk. The Senate and Assembly committees approved marijuana legalization legislation last month. I spoke about that in one of the podcasts last month when the governor and the legislative leaders will continue to negotiate finer points of exactly how to end prohibition. New Mexico. The prospects for legalizing marijuana in New Mexico Mexico just got a lot higher when uh, Michelle Luan Grisham was voted in as the state's new governor. Now, during a debate, she said legalizing marijuana will bring hundreds of millions of dollars to New Mexico's economy. She has also supported cannabis reform measures as a member of Congress. I like it when members of Congress, you know, kind of become governors. It's not always going to be a good thing, but I like it because at least they have uh, some experience there. Now, the state's House Speaker said that if a legalization bill were to make it to the floor, 
it probably would pass. Now, there is a Republican senator who is personally opposed to legalization and now publicly admits that it's likely on its way soon. He says he doesn't want recreational marijuana, but he understands the political reality that it's here. So even when those don't want it, can see that it's here. The time has come. I, I, I believe it's less than five years before we see the federal government do something. New York. I've spoke about this one. I mentioned it just a little bit ago in this podcast. Now, a year ago, few observers actually thought that uh, New York would actually be one of the states to legalize. But in that time, Andrew Cuomo, the, the governor, Democrat, he actually flipped from calling marijuana a gateway drug to saying it's time to legalize the adult use of recreational marijuana once and for all. Now, what I think is we really saw this big flip when um, when there, you started to see all these states kind of flood in with, with legalization and, and the vote coming around this past November is really when you started to hear him flip and say, yo, we need to do something about this. Um, and I think what it is is he started to realize that his constituents were a lot more interested in legalizing um, and if he didn't start to get on that same page, chances are, I don't know if he can run again for governor, but chances are he's not going to get elected if he didn't at least flip the script. So I think that there was, you know, some definite talking to um, by his management or not even necessarily management, but his team, I guess you can say would be the correct word that like, yo, um, you might want to whole flip your whole opinion on this because you know, it's it's really becoming, becoming kind of becoming the norm more than not. So he uh, he has created a task force uh, whose sole goal is to draft a legal cannabis legislation for lawmakers to consider in 2019. And it directed the health department to study legalization with the resulting report concluding that the positive effects of ending cannabis prohibition outweigh the potential negative impacts. Now, that's one thing. The the positive effects, potential out, uh, potential negative. So the positive effects, the things that are going to happen, outweigh what possibly could happen. That's a big thing. That's that's something to think about right there. So, Rhode Island. While uh, now Governor Gina Raimondo, she is a Democrat, too. She's been cautious about legalization over the years, uh, but her rhetoric has shifted recently. Again, I think it has to do with the fact that a lot of these people are starting to see that it's mainstream. It's happening. The time has come. Either get behind it or you're just not going to be around in your political career for very much longer. I mean, it's the truth. It, it, it is the truth. If somebody has to vote you in and therefore marijuana and you're against it and you have a history of being against it and you haven't flipped your script, they're, they're not going to vote for you. I'm just saying. And each year it's going to get worse. So uh, she did shift again, going as far to suggest that the state might be effectively peer pressured into ending cannabis prohibition by neighboring states that are moving ahead. So she's already seeing that, yo, okay. So we might be, and the thing is, is peer pressure is horrible. They could choose to do what they want. Though the people are not voting because 
the other states did. They're voting because they want it to happen. Seriously. So I think that's kind of a bad way to look at it. She says, I'm not sure at this point uh, it is practical to say we're not going to legalize and regulate. So they're really looking at it. They really are. And in Massachusetts is legalized. There, there's They just expanded licenses there and, re, and issued more licenses there. It's a very growing, very, very big and, and quickly growing um, industry there. And, and I'll talk more about Kansas in a bit. But last one I want to cover for this podcast is Vermont. Lawmakers in 2018 already legalized the possession and home cultivation of small amounts of marijuana. There you go. You can't sell it, but you can possess it and you can grow it in your home. Now, the law does not allow for any form of commercial production and sales, leaving the state without any recreational recreational cannabis tax revenue or a mechanism to regulate its trade. Now, I think that a club in Vermont would be perfect because then it would give people of a like-minded attitude a place to be able to come smoke and there's no sales, so you don't have to worry about the club trying to sell. I don't know. I'm just saying that's a good idea right there. Um, so they're looking at possibly doing some changing or adding to their bill that will actually go as far as to allow sales, cultivation, distribution, transportation, all that good stuff. So they can actually be able to see some of it. Not that they're seeing negative effects, but they could the, – the, the state will actually be able to get the money in their coffers. It's kind of crazy for me to think that a state the size of Illinois is looking at a billion dollars. It's not just in the cannabis industry. They're talking about total with new pipe shops, all kinds of different stuff like that, that, it, that it's going to inject that into the state coffers or into the, 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 the state economy. A billion dollars in a year. So when you're talking a state that's as populated as, say, Vermont or um, Rhode Island, which Rhode Island's very small but highly populated, New York, you're looking at the, the, the fact that the revenue, and not just from cannabis products, I'm talking from all the ancillary products as well, the revenue is going to be a beast. Seriously. So I think they're finally seeing that, yo, it's time. We all know that the markets can't go up forever and the economy can't go up forever. We've been in a booming economy for 12 years. Um, I think it's been about that time or eight years, whatever. I might be off by quite a few years. But we've been in a booming economy. And really, if you're in business and you're not winning now, you're doing something wrong. But here in two, three, four years when the economy hits the tank, how bad off are these states going to be? But if they can have a bunch of extra revenue coming in when that happens, it doesn't mean that we're not going to have a downturn of the economy. It just means that the states during that downturn are actually going to have more money than what they usually do, and they probably won't have to cut as many uh, budgets. Just a thought. Cannabis legalization became huge in 2018. It will continue to grow in 2019. Thanks for checking out the podcast. If you haven't subscribed, do that already. Do so, please. And also, if you liked it, enjoyed it, or you found value in it, you know somebody that might find value in it, please share the podcast. Thank you very much. I appreciate your time. Don't forget, follow me on Instagram at Thurlow.weed and on Twitter at Thurlow Weed. Talk to you soon.